0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of All Canadian. Matthew Stafford is going to the Super Bowl. I was absolutely going to start the episode off with that. Are you kidding me? Connor My is man. going to the
1: Super Bowl, not Matthew Stafford. Just... Connor and the city of Detroit. The are city going of Detroit, Detroit su-
0: is going to the Super Bowl. Eminem's <laughs> playing. Matthew Stafford's playing quarterback. This is the I know ESPN like Instagram or tweeted or whatever, but like this is the closest the Detroit Lions have ever been to a Super Bowl. Matthew, do you see? Uh, I mean, do you see the
1: Colin Coward said uh, that the Rams should write a thank you note to the Detroit Lions for being so dysfunctional
0: <laughs> oh, because it, it allowed Stafford to grow into the player that he is now. That man's been been battling through adversity for twelve seasons. <laughs> He's fine. He'll be all right. He sorted his things out in in LA. Oh, dude. I'm like, yeah, I I guess I'm a little bit sad that we couldn't do this with Matthew Stafford. And like, I mean, even look at the Bengals who are now in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow has been there for what? Like, I know, I know you're making faces, but like Joe Burrow has been there for, didn't play a full season, played 10 games last year. Now he's here for a full season. They're in the Super Bowl in what, two years with Joe Burrow. And I'm not saying that it's entirely Joe Burrow is the reason that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, but good God, if the Bengals can get to the Super Bowl in two years with a brand new quarterback and the Lions couldn't even touch the playoffs more than twice in 12 seasons with Matthew Stafford, like is the Lions organization really that dismal? Is their front office really that fractured? Answer is absolutely yes.
1: I mean, it makes sense, but like the the whole Matthew Stafford thing, like he played so damn well yesterday, and even oh, the week before, man. like well,
0: the week let's before, not, I let's not mention that Jakowski
1: on him. Let's not mention that tart dropped a punt that Matthew Stafford willingly threw up. Uh,
0: but if you're a Lions fan, you knew that was happening at some point in the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, the whole thing is just like. We uh, we assume and we give him all this praise,
0: but like he tried to lose that game. <laughs> I, he did, he did, and that's why but he's just, one of the greatest fourth quarter comeback quarterbacks of all time. Because he loses as many games as he wins,
1: <laughs> but he no, can I get have,
0: down into a game.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I honestly good. like with with Stafford though. Like, I was happy to see him win. I was kind of hoping the Niners would pull out though. Like, just because then. Like, we want chaos, right? And uh, in terms of chaos, like, what would be more chaotic than Jimmy G going to the Super Bowl when they draft his replacement? And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, next year you should give over the reins. And he's like, second Super Bowl in three years. Come again. Sorry. And <laughs> yeah, pardon. Like, last year I was hurt. The two years previous that I've been your starter, we've gone to the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. He, he the locker room loves him. And that would have been a huge chaotic moment. Um, I yeah, I don't think I don't think Jimmy G is. He literally had like negative time to throw the ball in the last drive, and ended up throwing a pick just trying to like. I understand what he was doing on that last play because he literally got like his offensive line got manhandled by Aaron Donald, so he had to get away, and then he's like, "Oh shit, we have no timeouts. I need to get this ball somewhere close to the line of scrimmage." So he threw it towards the running back. I think it was like Jermichael Hasty, who just like right through the hands and picked. But now people are like, oh, Jimmy G threw a pick on his foul drive. No, okay, let's... You get the snap, and you have, like, negative two seconds to throw a ball. Let's see how well you do.
0: I agree. No, I 100% agree with that. I mean, I don't think that Jimmy G is... Like, I don't I don't think Jimmy G is this elite quarterback or any by any stretch of the means. But like, I don't think that he's as bad as everybody else makes him out to be like Jimmy G has just become the guy that the media likes to the pick on. like, sure, sure. Can he throw outside the numbers? No, he's terrible at it. He can't. He just can't throw it out. But but between the hashes, between the numbers, he gets it done. And yeah, you know, two Super Bowls in in what, three years? And sure, they've had a good defense, and Kyle Shanahan almost is one of Bowls, almost, years. almost two Super Bowls in three years. And yeah, I mean, like Kyle Shanahan is is a phenomenal offensive coordinator, which definitely makes up for some of the lack of you know eliteness in Jimmy G. But I, I definitely don't think he is as tragic as everybody likes to likes to think he is. And right. talking about elite, this is a good good segue here. If we want to talk about elite, uh. Oh, The only way, but like, not only did one guy,
1: Drew Desjardins, go to New England. Because we'd heard that rumor earlier in the month. Yes. Oh, I guess last month, because it will be February when you guys hear this. But Nikola Kalinic, the man, signed with the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Solely because he wears Jordans in games. Only reason.
1: Him being an absolute <laughs>
0: monster on special teams and a
1: physical anomaly at tight end I have nothing uh, to do with it. <laughs> nothing to do with it. He's a Jordan no, athlete. That's why he's going to the league. Like his blocking ability with his speeds, uh, with his size and speed is just so rare to find. Right? And like they tr- kind of try to do that with Moali Cox, but I think Clinch is probably faster. He's definitely better on special teams and. Now, the York Lion and the Windsor Lancer, two OUA programs, are playing with players in the National Football League. The highest level of football in the world. Some would argue the best professional league on the face of the planet. But keep in mind, OUA athletes are just allowed to return to the gym to practice because they are not elite. Not one, but two OUA players in the NFL kudos to those guys big shout out to them uh thank you to all of the coaches and CFL players who have also poured in the support because it should be celebrated when a player leaves for the CFL to go to the NFL
0: yeah no it absolutely should I mean it's uh it's it's bittersweet right like I I tweeted out something something similar when Devonta Dedman got his opportunity much deserved opportunity but I mean for these guys to go is incredible because it's praise that's, that's well-deserved, especially, you know, with Canadians. And I, we'll get to it in a second, but it's time to acknowledge Canada as a, as a bona fide football country, but it's, it's great to well, see the these second guys. best football country in the world. Absolutely.
1: This is, it's not a debate.
0: No, but to, to see both of these guys go. And I mean, Nikola Klinich, 10th, 10th overall pick in his draft. And then Dejale was, was the fourth overall pick in, in his, to see these guys go is incredible, but it means they're leaving the league. It means they're leaving the league that we love, the CFL. So it's a little bit bittersweet in that sense. But the
1: ultimate, <laughs> The ultimate big brain move from Hamilton, though, draft a tight end because you know that your current tight end is so damn good and so damn talented that, you know, in a year he's not going to be on your roster because he's going to the NFL.
0: So now and your number one overall pick looks like a great move. And <laughs> not only that, not only did they – did they not only did they make the big brain move, like you said, to to draft a tight end, they drafted a tight end with NFL experience. He was on the <laughs> New England roster, right? This guy is plugging right roster, away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. You know, big yeah. brain moves down in Hamilton. But, and, uh... <laughs> and that wasn't even when Steinhauer was running the organization. He was just coaching it. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean you have the list here like
1: Chuba Hubbard, Chase Claypool, Neville Gallimore, Josh Palmer, uh, Mechie will be there very shortly. Ben St. Juice, Javon Holland is probably one of the. I think he made the Pro Football Writers of America All Rookie Team. Yeah, Uh, O'Donnell was down there for a bit. P.O.L. is uh, or O'Donnell is down there. Sorry, I'm thinking in Indy. In Indy with yeah, I'm thinking Matt O'Donnell was down in Cincinnati when he came out of Queens. P.O.L. Uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif I mean
0: Marcus empion de Croix got a shot with the Packers Like,
1: Yeah, like there's lots of guys I mean, even Deontay Knight is down right now at the Shrine game Uh I tweeted out one of his uh, one-on-one reps, he just goes straight bull and walks the tackle back I uh, saw another one of him two-gapping he was the backside tackle on a on a stretch play they cut it off and then he ended up two-gapping to kind of make the play Uh, so he's holding his own down there too I mean we are, we are the number two football country in the, or in the world. And the CFL is slowly making a dent in other places.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's no question, no question, no contest. And I mean, even if you look at the the amount of talent that is here in Canada, you know, guys that have, have even come back, I mean, we talk, we don't talk about them enough. So let's talk about it again. Nathan Rourke goes and plays division one college football at Ohio in the States comes back and now he's likely to be the future of the franchise for the BC lions. I mean, come on. (laughs) Enough's enough already. Let's, (laughs) let's start. I mean, I know that we do it as Canadians. We obviously see it here, but I mean, we are, we are grandstanding for, for a greater cause here.
1: Yes, sir. And the CFL free agency. Here we go. Like this is starting to heat up. Guys are getting offers left, right, and center. Oh uh, man! BC resigns Burnham, which kind of breaks up Connor's uh, dream tandem, but yeah. not really because I offer up another tandem to you in a second. Okay, Connor's well, dream tandem that he had texted me uh, was Mazzoli was so was so to the Red Blacks, and then Sean Burke wants to get a huge splash and receivers one of their weaker skill group positions, so they go and sign Brian Burnham which I was like, wow, that would be really interesting. Uh, No, Brian Burnham re-signs BC. That speaks volumes about where he thinks Rourke is because, like, why would you tie yourself to a team if you know the quarterback they want to lead you with is not great. Um, But it also speaks volumes about the team and, like, Rourke is ready to go. And now they have given him his best weapon,
0: uh to make this kind of an impact. And they want to go out and get even more now. So they re-signed Burnham. Rourke looks like he's going to be the future. And apparently, according to Farhan Lalji, BC has now gone out and extended a massive offer to Kenny Lawler. Over 200 k for Kenny Lawler. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's what a lot to unpack Lawler, here.
1: Burnham, come on. Nathan Rourke Lamar is Durant surrounded with one left. of the... Yes, I saw that. He went to Hamilton. Yeah. Good for Dane Evans to pick up a deep target like that, Um, especially losing Brandon Banks, which is where, you know, we'll save this for later. Uh, BC also expect to get Sean White, kicker punter. Uh, here's one that I, here's a couple I think are huge. Ottawa's interested in Dylan Wynn. Yeah. I think he is a phenomenal game-wrecking defensive tackle. He can stuff so many runs on the interior with his, uh, by himself. And he will open up so many holes for Avery Williams on the back end to just fly through and clean
0: up any mess. It's an area that they've, they've certainly struggled with last year. I mean, defensive pressure, especially, you know, front four, front five pressures is something that they really struggled with over the last few seasons, I would say. And Dylan Wynn, like you said, is going to be one of these guys that if they are able to land him is going to be able to create some space because I mean, when you look at their drafts, when you look at some of the some of the guys on roster, Ottawa does have linebackers that are going to be able to create damage. They just need to be opened up. And
1: uh, <laughs> unfortunately, when they start to get a semblance of a pass rush, if they land, Dillon and win, they may lose their best pass protector in Mark Cordy, their best overall lineman, one of their best players, period. Uh, you and I disagreed
0: Mark, on this one a little bit though. We were texting yeah, back and forth about it and we had, we had a differing of opinion. So apparently the Elks have put in a huge
1: offer to Mark Cordy. Uh, Mark Cordy, for those that don't know, Edmonton, born and raised. U of A was his university. Ottawa is really his first time leaving home. And he's played his entire CFL career there. So the Elks made him a huge offer to kind of come back home and play beside David Beard. He's another U of A alumni. And I'm kind of floating back and forth. I don't know where I'm going to go. So I'm going to let Connor go first on this.
0: Yeah. So when we were talking about this, I said that I certainly could see this happening. Um, like you said, I mean, just the hometown connection, the fact that Edmonton did offer a significant amount of money, um, but you brought in the NFL aspirations in into the conversation. So we both think, and, and I agreed with you on this wholeheartedly, like we both think that Mark Cordy has what, one, maybe, and this is a stretch, maybe two years, but certainly, likely one year left in the CFL before those NFL aspirations come to fruition. I think that this is more so the kind of last ride, do it in his hometown before he goes off, rides off into the NFL. And I mean, if if Edmonton's going to offer him a pile of money to come play football at home for a year, yeah, he will it do sense. it. Makes too much um, sense. Now, if Ottawa is able to match this, Ottawa has also become sort of a pseudo hometown too. So there's where that's where I think that, if Ottawa can match I, there's where I think that you're correct in the fact that he will stay in Ottawa because you see how much adoration he has for that city, how much he loves the fans. I mean, he has become, you know, a staple in the red blacks organization as well. So. I
1: I think if the Ottawa matches, I'm with you. He stays, but, uh, definitely a big free agency period for Mark Cordy. He's going to get the bag wherever he chooses to play. Uh, Drew Wolterski, two year deal in the peg uh Michael Kocher signs in Winnipeg for 180k turning down more money from the BC Lions is what we're hearing in league circles
0: yeah the talk about the Winnipeg effect man literally the win the win a peg effect they win gray cups guys want to go to winnipeg man it's that simple he turned down what 20,000 extra dollars to go playing Winnipeg for a chance to win a great cup with, you know, guys that they've already brought back that are core to that group, such as Zach Calero, such as Jackson Jeffco, Willie Jefferson, Drew Wolitarski. I mean, come on. It's just looking too good over there.
1: If they're bringing in all these guys to like reload and go for the three peat, and Kenny Lawler ups and leaves, there's going to be some bad blood. I think,
0: yes yeah no for sure in the west yeah absolutely especially if he goes to a western rival whether it's yeah bc or whoever it may Can be imagine even. if he goes to saskatchewan <laughs> uh just i don't even know if saskatchewan has enough money to be able to make a move like no. that <laughs> they uh did re-sign two u-sports
1: products too before we jumped on picton and on both re-signed uh so regina's very own staying put in the green and white but uh In terms of Calgary and Western teams, I think they're the only one that we haven't really talked about now. Kadeem Carey, Jameer Thurman re-signing in Calgary. I think
0: the Thurman re-signing is huge for their defense. He is the focal point of that group. Yeah, I 100% agree. I 100% agree with that. And Another one that I want to throw in... Uh, just because I love him so much. Colton Hunchak also re-signing in Calgary. <laughs> so I got to get that one in there, man. If he's coming back, if Calgary keeps bringing him bringing him back, uh, there's a reason. I know I predicted at the start of the season that Hunchak was going to take this in, uh, incredible leap. Um, didn't really pan out. I mean, he had a bit of a better season. Still can get in the end zone. That was a freaking hold against Toronto. And uh, I will take that one to my grave.
1: Hey, my P.I. hold, prediction. whatever you want to
0: call it. <laughs> My did. prediction, it was true, but then they just Tenfold. stopped playing him in the
1: slot, and then you know, Nate Bahar went back to regular numbers. But like uh, the second they put him in the slot, up went the hey. catches, up went the yardage. Surprise, um, surprise! It's like he's a natural playing the R. But you know, what do we not know? looking
0: like they're going to be able to keep uh, Darnell Sankey in in Calgary though. How big or small do you think that that impact is? I mean, uh, I think it's huge. I mean,
1: he's a back end filler for sure and i think there's a lot of teams that are going to be valuing that kind of services i mean ottawa has pruneau who needs to be on his way out but don't forget they have adam eau Claire sitting there literally a copy carbon copy with more speed <laughs> of antoine Ant-
0: pruneau antoine pruneau 2.0 right like that is just like the revamp so i don't think they will pruneau. but like when we look at Montreal, like their secondary still needed
1: some work in, against the pass. I mean, Toronto's Winston secondary, Rose we thought a was free toward, agent. Winston Rose is a free agent, like you said. Thank you, the free agent. Winnipeg lost out of the
0: NFL as well a couple weeks ago. I think uh, Ed Gainey is a free agent as of right now. I mean, according to the free so, agent tracker, I think Ed Gainey is a free agent. <laughs> so there are players that, you know,
1: can definitely go and fill these back end roles. And I think Sankey's going to add to that. I think there's going to be a bidding war for those three and that, you know, collectively they could push up the price of one another.
0: We're talking about DBs. I just want to, I just want to hammer on this. I'm going to be a bit of a Homer today. I've got two that I'm going to be a Homer on, but we're talking about DBs and needing DB help in Montreal as of today on the free agent tracker. Cause this is what we're basing. This is like free agent Jesus right now for the CFL, whatever that thing says goes. So as of right now, according to the free agency tracker, Ty Cranston is still a free agent for the Montreal Alouettes. I mean, re-sign him. He knows your system. You had the confidence in him for the last two seasons. Maybe he wasn't starting every single game, but you had enough confidence in him to put him in a starting role for games. And whether you want him to be a starter or not, he's a contributor. He knows your system, knows your defense. Came up huge late in the season as well on some big plays in that playoff push, so you need to get on the phone and re sign that dude ASAP for the simple fact that he knows the system, he's consistent, he's a contributor, and you need DB help. The dude is a six foot four massive tower.
1: All right, you ready to start predicting? Yeah, I know you have another. There's Ottawa my GG TED talk here. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's my TED talk for, for <laughs> Ty Cran to re sign in Montreal. All right, we've got. A couple quarterbacks. I
1: believe McLeod Bethel-Thompson has already re-signed. I saw a tweet about that. So he is staying in the six. Yep. Trevor Harris, Jeremiah Mazzoli. Can I start on this one? Yeah, by all means. Take it because away. Because where your hypothetical was Burnham-Mazzoli to Ottawa. Oh, wow. I love this. I see it in the dock already. Burnham re-signed. The Ticats released a certain MOP from two years ago, Brandon Banks. Oh, man. Who has a significant uptake in production when Jeremiah Mazzoli takes the field? Also, the Red Blacks just kind of lost their all star kick returner, punt returner in Devontae Dedmond to the NFL. Wow. What did Brandon Banks do for so long in Hamilton? Um, I, I can't housed, seem to remember. Remind me. House. He housed kicks. So we have Mazzoli fills the quarterback void. Yeah, sure. Mark it down. He is a high caliber player when he is on. And I believe that he, you know, it was an up and down year for him, but I believe that he will get back to form next year. Then you bring in Brandon Banks. Gives you a vertical threat in your offense, which you have kind of been lacking outside. Like RJ Harris is good, but he's like, who would you rather have? So you get Mazzoli, quarterback void. Banks fills your kick returner void your, your top-end receiver void, and it adds a vertical component to your team. I know he's not Banks of 2019, but let's face it, a lot of these guys had an odd year. So I think free agents are 30% hit rate, but I think these two guys would be money in Paul Lapelisi's system.
0: Okay. Everything that you just said, I absolutely love. I'm behind it 100%. I think that is incredible. I think that just makes way too much sense to not make happen. Now, I want to add on to this hypothetical, if I may, because that is what this is. This is made-up stuff that we just want to see happen. So let me add on to this. In the draft, the Ottawa Red Blacks pick second overall. What is a trend that we've seen with the drafts as of late? Wide receivers going high. Jake Burke goes number one overall to the Hamilton Tiger Cats last year. No, he's Dejan, not a wide receiver. Dejan the year before. Goes to Toronto. Yeah. Now, with the number two overall pick, the Ottawa Redblacks are going to select and boost a very depleted area of their group. Jalen Philpott at number two to the Ottawa Redblacks. Masoli to Philpott and Banks. And Nate can then go play slot. <laughs> and flourish. <laughs> uh
1: Okay, I hear you on the Pot thing, but I think they could also address hype.
0: pass rush early on. In the it's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. They can address I, pass rusher at ten in the second round. They have the second overall pick I in the think, second round as well. I think they well.
1: could. They could easily get a. Game, I know they'll get a game changer with Philpots either one, but like, say you go into this draft and you like you got the number two pick. What if Deontay Knight doesn't end up getting drafted, even though he's down at the Shrine Game right now? Would you, if he signs. would you, I know, but if he signs like Marc-Antoine de Qua signed and here he
0: is. But here's my thing with that. They dropped, right? Their value decreased. Marc- yeah, de does signed, decrease. Dropped and Carter O'Donnell dropped as well. So I'm saying you can still take that chance on Deontay Knight in the second okay, round. Okay, I back it. I back it. Go
1: for it. Do it. <laughs> Hammer it home. Hammer it home. Now here's, here's the thing. You trade the 10 and whatever your next pick is. For the third overall pick, and you go Jalen and Tyson back to back picks because they have to be paired.
0: <laughs> you just get both
1: with the second overall pick. Correct, and then you forfeit two other draft picks. <laughs> okay, I yeah. uh, I see. There's an Ottawa GG down here
0: in the dock. Jackson Bennett, uh, do you see homecoming in re- in his near future? I do. I really do. So I was scrolling through trying to like compile a list here of, you know, kind of splash free agents for us. There's, there's some other ones that I think we should, should get to, but this one was kind of interesting for me. Jackson Bennett is a free agent as of right now with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now he is a, a good contributor on specials and whatnot for Hamilton. So I, I could see Hamilton, you know, giving him a little bit of a pay bump, bringing him back and him signing that deal. No problem. He's comfortable with the city. He's been there, Whatever. But Hometown guy. He's from Ottawa, grew up playing football in Ottawa, went to the university of Ottawa and played, I think every position at one time or another with the GGs. I saw that guy line up in the slot. I saw him line up in the backfield. I saw him line up in safety, Sam, whatever you name it. He was there. This dude has done everything and more for the Ottawa GGs. And I think that with the, I mean, Feel free to correct me on this, but I would say Hamilton has a bit of a crowded backfield situation going on right now. They have, you know, a fair amount of guys. So I I think that Bennett can find opportunity in free agency here. And I don't think an Ottawa homecoming is out of the question because Ottawa themselves right now are dealing with a little bit of inconsistency issues at the running back position. Yes. Jackson Bennett is not a proven one back in the, in the CFL, but he's, a good player you know what he's capable of he's a doing. contributor and ottawa exactly. likes to use national running backs this is a this is a great gilly is already there as well he's another yeah, ottawa they kind of product. play the same
1: they kind of play the same role but that's what i teams.
0: mean he can he can come in learn from gilly because i think gilly has resigned for at least another year with ottawa uh so he can come in and learn under gilly they're both ottawa guys right like ottawa knows what ottawa has in that kind of community of football there so i don't think it's out of the question
1: all right uh Acklin, he's got to stay in Hamilton.
0: You have to do everything in your power to keep him in Hamilton. Uh, Jigar Davis, yay or nay this,
1: on staying.
0: This is a bit of a – I don't know. Um, I think they bring him back on a one-year deal. I think Agreed. he's just too good. He's to too not, dominant. Too yeah. dominant to let walk. Uh, Koiku Boateng. Again, another guy that I think teams are going to make a run at, but I, I don't know if they're going to be able to – match the Edmonton money. I mean, Edmonton is looking like they're going to start throwing around some some big-time money here in, in the next Argos. little while. Argos. Argos, homecoming for him. Argos, him and Robbie Smith pair them up again. <laughs> another team that's not
1: afraid to throw the cash around either. And a lot of their guys that they brought in last year were on one-year deals. Yeah. You you look at Kwaku Boteng. He uh, went to Laurier. Robbie Smith was his teammate at Laurier. Just pair the two of them up and let it go. You earn a national spot right there, and you can go and spend more money on the
0: back end and your secondary if you need it. But if you're if you're Edmonton and you just had Edmonton, a you can't that you let just him had. walk. I was going to say, you yeah. How do you let him go after the season that you just had? And but if reaches that you need reaches free agency, yeah, if he reaches free agency, someone could
1: flash some cash and hey. steal him away. And I think that could be the Argos. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm with you on that. Also for Kwaku, I could see Montreal throwing some cash at him too another team that
0: does need to pass rush out. Uh Juwan Braskison. Uh as I think of he right, stays. Yeah. As I was gonna say, as of right now, he's listed on the CFL free agency tracker as a free agent, but I think in the near future we're gonna see him resign in Toronto. Um he kind of got the season stolen. I think he wants it back. I do too. Uh BJ Cunningham. Ah uh, interesting one here. Montreal brought back Jake Winnekee on a one year deal. Um I think they re-signed Mario Alford as well. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one, but I believe they brought him back. Um, BJ Cunningham. I, I don't know. I think that... I think if you're Montreal, you have to try to keep him based on what he did last year, but it's it's a matter of what he's going to be asking now. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Lawler walks or a Bailey walks to see him slide in, kind of replace a Lawler or a Bailey. I
1: was just about to say for our next one is Rashid Bailey. I was going to say if <laughs> Lawler walks, he stays. If Lawler stays, he walks. I yeah, no. I, I totally think that that is the one. Demsky, Wolitarski, and Lawler and we know Rashid yeah. Bailey can be at least a number 2 option for a team. Um he probably, I mean, he should see himself as the number 1 option, but based off the tape like he's at least a number 2. So for him to be the third guy, fourth guy to depending on the given day, like unless wedding is just that important to him. Um, But I could see him getting a huge pay raise and going
0: somewhere to be one of the workhorses in receiving core. Okay. So Lawler stays. Where's Bailey going now? Lawler in, in our little world well, of hypotheticals, if, Lawler is re-signed for a lot of money. They can't keep him. Bailey's on the market. Well, BC would have all that cash left over from, but then again, he'd be the number three. Well,
1: he could be a, Two A, two B with, with Lucky Whitehead. I think Ottawa. Which has I think to would be phone out. I I think what you think Ottawa has to Ottawa be? has to pick the phone up. But in our hypothetical world here, they've already got like four different receivers <laughs> and drafted the Philpots. Right, true. Forgot about that. <laughs> but no, I I agree. Rasheed Bailey could like either one, Ottawa or BC. Like I, I think BC is just so intent right, right now on surrounding Rourke with different kinds of talent It's kind of like throwing paint at the wall and seeing what sticks, right? Like uh, you don't know who he's going to have great chemistry with outside of Brian and lucky whitehead, because let's face it, they just dominate on their own. Um, so you're going to start bringing in other guys to try and work with. And if you want to bring in high volume guys and high quality guys, you're going to have to pay for it.
0: Let me give you a dark horse for, for Bailey in this little hypothetical world where everybody's a free agent. I'm going to say Calgary because yes, they did have a, a a high, I'm going to say high tempo. I'm not going to say high efficiency, high, efficiency, high tempo passing offense through the ball all over the field. But the one thing that they lacked was consistency in, in wide receivers actually catching the football, actually coming down with the football. They had one of the highest drop rates in the league last year. So a guy like Rashid Bailey is going to give but Levi Mitchell, the confidence to kind of put the ball downfield and have a guy that he knows is going to come down with the ball. I think the one thing that Calgary is lacking is a true number one, a true dependable number one, as good as some of those weapons over there are.
1: That's a good one. Uh, I think that closed it out for, unless you can think of any other big name free agents that you want to talk about.
0: Not right now. I mean, I was looking at at some of the linemen, um, but a lot of linemen I was looking at were kind of guys that you expect to just stay with their teams. these were kind of the handful of of splash free agents that i saw we that i thought we might see some movement on um and then yeah i mean this entire segment was based around the fact that i i was sold i had sold myself on burnham and massoli to ottawa and then burnham's like nah i'm rocking with rourke so i mean i i love to see that because i love nathan rourke and i know you do too <laughs> but uh, destroyed our segment thanks brian burnham <laughs> But he did. I think. I think in a way, I texted you this. Um, but I think in a way, Brian Burnham kind of like under the table confirmed our thoughts on Nathan Rourke here because we are, I said yeah we. I think I re- retweeted with CFP or whatever. But we we sent out a, a sentiment that you know this this totally backs the fact that they're rocking with Rourke and Burnham liked the tweet. So wouldn't do that no. if you hated the guy. <laughs> no, it's
1: it's hundred percent true though with with Burnham like it speaks volumes when you change over to a new quarterback from an all-time great and your top weapon is like you know what I want to join in on that like if Aaron Rodgers was to leave the Packers I know he's not going to probably won't and then Devontae Adams was like you know what I'm a free agent but Jordan Love he's the shit I'm gonna go I know he's not like no, the but it's second, the same, Rogers walks. It's the same Devontae same walks. Yeah. No, it's the same thing. Like it would speak volumes, even though we haven't seen much of Jordan Love, it would speak yeah. volumes to his level of play at practice. If a top receiver like Devontae Adams was like, you know what, screw the Hall of Famer, I'm gonna go with the young kid. Like that would be same same comparison.
0: And I mean, for our sake, I would argue that Brian Burnham is one of, if not the best wide receiver in the CFL right now. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, So
1: it's a good comparison, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But uh, either way,
1: that closes us out for this week. We are going to start going through the Draft 100 next week or the week after. So starting to take form, starting to take shape. It certainly is. So uh, we want to say thank you so much for your support once again. uh, If you want to get any products from the worldwide leader in whistle technology, head over to fox40shop.com. I was teaching uh, yesterday in a school. I got to use one of the, the little grab whistles, little Fox 40 logo on the top of it. Uh, it's loud. It's it's COVID friendly. If you want to get that for your coaches or for that special teacher in your life or coach, I guess, if you are uh, with one, if you, or if you're playing, you want to get a bundle of gifts for your coaching staff. They've got gear. They've got merchandise. They've got, whistles
0: you can get 50 percent off with the code cfp15 and yeah that's that's all for today you guys always know where to find us at at cfp on twitter and instagram at wade zank on twitter and instagram at connor r o'neill on twitter and instagram as well we are always talking nonsense everywhere we go we'll catch you guys next week hope you enjoyed our hypotheticals the
1: more i see The less I'm willing to believe It's too hard in here Doesn't help me alright